0: Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals, and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Edwards Boulevard, it's Paul
1: and Hi, Z.
0: Hi Z. Hello, Mad Brutus. Welcome to the 2015 edition of the Paul and Rachel Podcast. There
1: shall just be one for 2015. <laughs>
0: Look, Look, yeah, we have a little slow getting off the mark, but that might be because
1: yeah. I'm a daddy. Uh, and I don't know why we're not doing the podcast. While I have a baby in my arms, where is she? You must bring her along Everywhere, please.
0: Okay, her name is Asha. She was born on Christmas Day. I'll tell you the whole catastrophe story in a second. But rather than me bang on about how beautiful my daughter is, feel free to tell everyone how beautiful my daughter is. I've never seen (laughs) a
1: baby that little. So she was the tiniest thing I've ever seen. And she's just... So cute.
0: I want to put tomato sauce in her cheeks and just go... <laughs> she is like
1: adorable. Just this, this, this,
0: this, just, I'm lost for words because I'm trying to avoid all the obvious cliches that you say. Yeah. But they're all kind of true. It's just all love. And I've got to say, I had no want for a boy, want for a girl. But the fact that it's a little girl, mm. I'm just so proud I've got a little girl. Yeah, because yeah. Because it's a whole new set of stuff. And you know how sort of mothers and daughters have got something in common? Mm-hmm. If there's another person in this world who's like my missus, awesome. And that's whenever I see Asha, I go, just be like your mum. Aww. Like, like if the base level is your mum and yeah. then you go off and whatever, you can get it, you know, tattoo when you're 50. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But
0: but this this protection that instantly kicks in, and not, you know, boys and all of that stuff, although... If you come anywhere near my <laughs> daughter, if you're listening to this podcast in 15, 16 years and when it's been recorded, yeah. I'm not leaving. Do
1: you, th- do you think about that? Because that is a big thing for dads. For mums, you know, obviously when you have a daughter, you know how it went down, you know. But the problem is that a dad knows... The young boy's mind. Correct, and knows
0: that just to work at the angles and all the rest of exactly. it. Exactly. And you just and, and I've been desperately trying to talk to other dads about how to deal with it, and mm. not you know I joke about the shotgun business, but ha- how you deal with that, I'm not entirely sure.
1: But as a daughter, I would say there was nothing more mortifying than a dad that did the stern hardcore approach. What that achieved is early sex in Luna Park in the bushes. Well,
0: let's 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 put my <laughs> daughter to one side. Oh. <laughs> Luna Park in the bushes? Not for me. Oh, I thought that was you. Just Not for me. A little story. No, no,
1: no. But I was way earlier than I should have been waiting for a girlfriend. A girlfriend of mine told me to wait for Your her first at Luna Park.
0: Was with a girl?
1: No, she went off into the bushes and did it with her because she had very stern parents. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the thing. Well, I just I've been told by everyone that okay, like. You know, you've got the first sort of three years to sort of set some of the basics of the little person they're Mm. going to be, Mm. and then presumably you just... I don't
1: know. You know, I don't <laughs> I know This is something I did. that I don't want to really talk about, but way hey, we always talk about too much on hey, this she's podcast. She's only 5 anyway. weeks old.
0: Let's start talking about my daughter having sex.
1: No, I'm talking about me. All right. I hope for everybody that their experience is like mine was, the very first time in life. Magical. I, well, was fireworks. Magical. It was pretty disappointing, but the lead up to the whole process cuz I was dating this guy and we were super young at the time. And
0: I'm tipping you you being a Normal human being, mm. you probably made him work for it. Well, this was not a quickie.
1: I didn't make him work for it, but we waited and waited. And I just had am these, I ready? <laughs> I have these memories. I can remember in my head at least five or so vignettes of him in certain situations saying, "Do you think you're ready yet? Oh. No. <laughs> Do you think you're ready yet? No." And then one day, eventually, said, "Do you think you're ready yet?" And I said. All those
0: movies, all those dinners, all those stories, everything I put up with. Because that's the truth, is that, Mm. you know, for teenage boys or even slightly older, it's all about if I do this, then this happens, and then somehow it's like you're cracking a safe. 25 left, 45 (laughs) right, you know, dinner to the left, movie to the right, (laughs) clink, clink. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, you've read a few self-help books in your time.
1: Yeah, I'm not a massive Just fan go of with them. me on this, okay? Um, <laughs>
0: now I need to break up. Well, I feel like I need to break up with something, and it's a habit that I've been involved with. It's been an interest. It's been a thing that I've loved for. Oh, it could almost be twenty five years. Oh. Okay, I love wrestling, but I probably have to break up with it. What? Yeah, I know. Let me explain. I love my WWE. Um, I'm a lifelong fan, but this is how full on my addiction is right now, okay? Not only do I watch Raw, that's three hours of live television, I've got a thing called the WWE Network, which is every pay-per-view they've ever done, plus documentaries and behind the scenes and all of that stuff, right? Yeah. Plus... I listen to the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, the Jim Ross podcast, a podcast called The Steel Cage, and I pay $10 a month for a thing called The Wrestling Observer Online, which does three radio shows a day.
1: How do you have time for this?
0: I think it's obvious that I don't read anything else. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing, I am so deep, so deep, where it's not just... The escapism of the storyline on television, but now I'm involved in the inner gossip of the company and the building, the backstory, and the, everything from the like, it is like
1: deep. I did get addicted, however. You know that I found an appreciation for wrestling through you, and we went to WrestleMania 25 together, which was awesome. God love you. But I came in a sort of semi-sideway through the Total Divas show. Yes. Which is the show all about the divas, which I think is a shit portion of the actual live show. The divas are always a little underwhelming for mine in the terms Otherwise known as the toot break. (laughs) The toot (laughs) break. And it's
0: terrible. I mean, these are proper athletes, all the rest of us. Yes. But let's be honest. They have some massive – world title match that went for 45 minutes and then there's another massive match after that and there's 10 minutes in the middle where everyone goes... Oh, let's put women's wrestling on. exactly.
1: But they do do drama excellently, <laughs> and so I've gotten into this whole world because, of course, one of the Bella twins is dating John Cena, and then there's allegedly, only, uh, oh, allegedly.
0: Well, I don't know whether the show's real or is the show oh, is the
1: show real. Tell well, me it's real. Well, it's like
0: saying is the Kardashians real. Oh, but, but isn't I, it all a bit revved up?
1: I don't know. I I mean, I spend so much. You think you lose a lot of your life in WWE. I lose so much of my life in reality television, I need it to be reality.
0: Speaking of, how do you feel about, uh, is it Bruce Jenner, the dad of the the Kardashians? Oh, what's
1: going on there?
0: Apparently he's becoming a woman. I
1: don't think that's true.
0: I think he signed a deal to become a woman on
1: television. No.
0: Because he's got the look for a little while. He's a former Olympic athlete, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's a former Olympic athlete and he sort of changed his eyes, changed his hair a little bit and, and then they think it's the beginnings of the change and remember, didn't he Break up with the... Why do I know this? I don't watch the f***ing show. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage
1: Facebook page. Quick question in the questions for Paulie segment, which I think will just be one question today. Mm -hmm. Why is it when women over 50 look at you over the top of their glasses, they always look like they're judging you? (laughs)
0: I don't know, but I want to hear the very specific reason you're bringing this up.
1: I just see, I've seen a few over-50s women who clearly... looking at you. Hello. (laughs) They Alan Jones. Apparently.
0: (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, au.
1: I say this having spoken to um, a friend of mine who works for the lovely company that you work for, that I also work for, Foxtel, who have a new show coming out called Gogglebox. Oh, I'm all in on this show. Now, here is where all we in. are. Lifestyle
0: I... channel, I think it's going to be Wednesday night. Yeah.
1: I began Tomorrow thinking... <laughs> on every night, Monday through
0: Friday, <laughs> this podcast is at the behest and at the mercy of Sky News.
1: It certainly is. Uh, I did think that this was television jumping the shark. It's awesome. I thought to myself, this is what am I doing? I'm now watching people watch people. But from all accounts of everybody that I've spoken to, this show is going to be really good. It's amazing. I can't work that out in my head, though. To me, this has disaster written all over it. To me, this has, I cannot, with even with my absolute addiction to reality television, which borders on insane for a woman who is educated. Like, I love reality television so much, but I thought that even I would have a threshold where I would think to myself, I surely cannot watch people watching television, but I really want to watch it.
0: See, the key is, is that it's The people who they have chosen to be the people watching TV. It's based on an English show, Mm -hmm. and as weird as it seems like, it's what we're watching 30 minutes of, what it actually is, and and I haven't seen the Australian version Mm. yet, um, but basically they take, say, the highlights of Selling Houses Australia. right? Right. And rather than showing you the full episode, it was like this week on Selling Houses Australia, you know, Shana got a pillow. Right. And then it shows the clip of Shana getting a pillow and then cut away to the reactions of the audience. Oh, right? so it's
1: only portions so of So it's shows. portions.
0: But, 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 before you poo-poo, yeah. I'm going to play you, yes. and to everyone listening, an example of Gogglebox. Okay. This
1: is, uh, you know, Nigella Lawson? Yes, the, I uh, do. I can't stand her. All right, she well. just, stop, stop making love to the food and the camera. You're cooking. You're not... But I've just got to add a <laughs> pinch of salt. <laughs> well, just do it without rubbing your boobs in the camera. All right, have a listen to this. This
0: week, BBC Two showed Nigella back in the kitchen. In this series, Nigella was tempting us with Italian food. I suppose I regard Italy as my gastronomic and, dare I
1: say it, well, I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to anyway, my spiritual home. Okay. How can anybody be that gorgeous? <laughs> It's ridiculous. Very attractive, Nigella. Well busted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And now my chips. She's cooking chips. Anyone can do that. Yeah, but not the way Nigella does it. She strokes every chip before it falls into the fat. (laughs)
1: As you could stroke my chip. Oh, God. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. We do talk a lot about personal things on this podcast. But no, there are... <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> I just told, talked about the first time I had sex, for God's <laughs> sakes. But sometimes... <laughs> oh, the... hang on. So
0: you have confirmed <laughs> now that it what? was you in the Lunar
1: Park bushes. No, it wasn't. Oh. Remember the whole situation with I'm my boyfriend? I'm not paying attention. Okay, all right, good. Sometimes there are sort of elements that you kind of like to keep to yourself. Now, one thing that has been mentioned a lot... Uh, in last year's podcast was the term plus one. Mm. We will say that plus one is now minus one. Da, 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 <laughs> breaking
0: news! Never to be spoken of
1: again. <laughs> but one of the things during the time of our podcast break where plus one became minus one.
0: P.S. blokes don't write on Facebook. Really? So would you.
1: She's not interested. And to the bloke who keeps asking me to send a photo of my feet, definitely not interested. Is this a... Yeah, yeah. So there is
0: a dear listener who is doing this? Yeah,
1: yeah. I love each and every one of you in the most profound of ways. You have kept on listening to this little show. You support us. But I just, I don't love you enough to send you a photo of my feet. Okay,
0: how many times have you been asked? A few. Are they well couched? Is there like a I'm a big fan of yours what a real look I know this seems weird but I really like a photo of your feet because I collect photos of It's people.
1: a version of what would somebody have to do to get a photo of your feet.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with this because I- part of me wants to uh, play a game with this person where you know we sort of String them all along like some sort of Nigerian love scam. <laughs> I need
1: Because I reckon
0: we could get 200 grand out of this person. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. But one of the but things... But whoever you are, God love we you. We love you. No. We love you. Can I send them a photo of my foot? You can, okay. please. Okay, we're sending a photo okay. of my toeless <laughs> left foot. <laughs> And whatever it was that you do with feet, you've now got a new element to that (laughs) love.
1: Exactly. So during the break, when when plus one became minus one, um, you know, I was just going through the normal process of my life and I thought to myself, I had to do something with the bank. Now, something that you don't realise.
0: Okay, it was one of two things. Put money in or take money out.
1: I had to ring them for something. Oh, that's right. I got a freeze on my card because someone did something dodgy. So I had to ring them to get it unfrozen. Not connected
0: to the other situation.
1: Not connected to the other situation. Exactly. So I rang them up. And the thing that you don't realise until you are actually in the midst of a breakup is what... Is how
0: cruel the world can be. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: Is how lonely nights can get.
1: Um, Exactly. That's exactly.
0: cold a bed can sometimes be.
1: You're supposed to be assisting me. I'm
0: more than... Okay, I will... Right <laughs> after the show, yep. I will pre-warm your bed. <laughs> <Okay>. I'll just do <laughs> a little running thing in there. Okay, good. And then I'll jump out. Yep. You can jump on in. I'll tuck you in. I'll give you a little kiss on the head and say, good night. now tell me everything you're worried about and I'll pretend to be asleep. <laughs> okay, It's good. like we're in love.
1: <laughs> but you don't notice the parts of real life that are not good to go into if you're in a breakup. The thing that I noticed on hold music at banks.
0: Are you thinking about buying a house?
1: Well, it's are part of Are you
0: thinking of children? It's
1: part of are this. Are you
0: wanting to build a brand new life? No. <laughs>
1: but it's the music. I sat on hold and it was Chris Isaacs, please just don't let me down, or whatever this is Then it was a song that the lyrics were, "When a heart breaks, it don't break even." It was just song after song of breakup for songs for a bank. For a bank, and every time I'm thinking, is somebody punking me?
0: But at least it's better than that. Dun 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 dun.
1: Keep going. Oh.
0: Dun 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 dun. dun. You know Whatever the, that generic on hold thing is. You
1: know the dude that invented that didn't get any money for it.
0: Well, he shouldn't. <laughs> because it's f-ing torture. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Breaking news, rate. Right? <laughs> Breaking news. From our dear friends over at Channel 2. There was a pizza hut in Melbourne. Their offer, buy any ten large pizzas, get one free small animal.
1: Did they end up having to take that down? Unsurprisingly... <laughs>
0: After a social media backlash, which I think these days is two people and a hashtag.
1: Yeah, exactly, still, exactly.
0: Gone. See you later. Ta ta.
1: What are your thoughts on the pet store? I, I'm not pro. I'm I'll put not it out pro. there
0: because I think that they're guilt factories. Yeah. I mean, apart from what happens to the the poor animals, Mm. but God forbid, I can't, I'm not Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. It's not one of the accreditations I put on the wall here, so I can't (laughs) speak to the animals. Yes. But I assume with their sad little eyes, they're not sad because they want to come home, (laughs) they're sad because they're in a glass box.
1: Where do they go at night time? Do they go out the back or do they stay in the glass boxes? I think
0: they go out the back and never come back. <laughs>
1: do they? Because I have only ever – I've never had a dog or a cat or any of that kind of stuff, but I've only but ever you, bought – But have you ever had a pet? Ever? Uh, uh, well, we had we had tadpoles when I was a kid, <laughs> and then they turned into frogs and leapt off the balcony because we left them outside and they, they died. they commit suicide? They committed suicide. Then we had um, – to, we had a couple of goldfish and then my grandma bleached the tank because it was so dirty and put the goldfish in and they floated directly to the top because she didn't wash the bleach out properly. Oh. And then we got lovebirds and somebody cleaned the cage and left the door open and they flew away. And then we got a cockatiel called Charlie and no matter how many times I ask members of my family nobody will tell well, me well, where well, Charlie well, well, went. Any anymore in the RSPCA is <laughs> involved.
0: You've just told the story of mass genocide of pets. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website pollrage.com.au.
1: <laughs> Why does anybody leave the house and go to work with wet hair? Good call. If you see these people on public transport, Never I, find, understand. I find it so weird. I get we're all pressed for time. We don't, you know, it's a very busy schedule you've got in the morning. You've got to be at work 8 o'clock for that meeting. But I don't think I could ever get on a train looking like I just jumped out of the shower. Now, part of this could be because I have terribly untamable follicles. And if I got into a train... I would leave looking like I had just shoved my fingers in a socket. But
0: it's that thing where there are people who believe that the distance between their front door and office isn't the real world. (laughs) That somehow this doesn't count. There's some sort of nether area, some sort of, I don't know, interpersonal purgatory that doesn't quite count. Like, don't you understand that if a human being is sitting opposite you, that counts the same. (laughs) That's the same as... A bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm not suggest. I mean, because who knows what love is around the corner. But imagine that, like sliding doors style, right? If Gwyneth Paltrow taught, taught us anything, yes, your life can go one you know, way or the other just based on a train. So if you're turning up all terrible, yep. how's the bloke from what was the Rose in the Ass show? What's the Rose in the Ass? I don't know. It's one of those English. Terrible things, and he's, he was making a grand gesture of love, and he was nude, and he had a like a, a in his bum. I don't remember the movie.
1: I don't remember. I could
0: either. just I'm B, D, B the actor, but f- that I'm going with the <laughs> Rose and the Bum Man. Rose
1: and the Bum Man. Can I go back to a very good point you've just made that we need to explore the no man's land between home and work? This is brilliant because you know who else fits into that category? Those people that put joggers on with this oh, with their dress.
0: Oh, oh thank God! Or <laughs> well, dare I say? someone might be guilty of it now, the exercise wear in the public space. Because apparently, Rach, you thought it was a great idea just to rock up to
1: an office wearing uh, something very tight. I wear exercise gear a lot, and I actually, you know, I have had a few people mention that it might be a bit tight for public consumption, but don't you think it's weird the women that go out in, like, a pencil skirt and a blouse... And then a pair of joggers, until they get to the door of the office, then the heels but go But the whole
0: thing is, who can be bothered carrying two pairs of shoes? <laughs> this is the thing I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I, I won't lie. I have left the house with a pair of jeans on and uh, thongs, sandals, whatever. Yeah, of course. Change them in the car, that's it. Yes. But the idea of walking
1: down the street. The commute. There's something about... The idea of putting joggers on with a dress suit that I just can't deal with. But
0: again, you also look a little bit nuts. <laughs> so this is the thing. You are, you've got to realise what you wear gives off a certain thing about your, as they say in the wank world, brand value. <laughs>
1: yes. And if your brand
0: value is business up top yeah. and backyard cleaning <laughs> down bottom. You're listening to Paul and Rach. You would think by now that I'd be pretty much across most of my mother's crazy.
1: Oh, please tell me there's more.
0: Well, yesterday, we go around, have a little family function, because, of course, once there's a baby involved, you must be visiting the grandparent on the hour every hour.
1: All the time. All the, Bring her here. <laughs> Is she
0: okay? We just put her to sleep. I just need to check. Oh, okay. Why weren't you this attentive when I was a child? <laughs> I don't understand. Are you trying a redo here, mother? Anyway, oh, we go around, and my mum pulls out this, this massive... Um, sort of garbage bag of clothes that she's going to shove into one of the blue bins. Now, uh, she says, look, you know, uh, Sean, Nikki, if if you want to go through it, um, feel free, have a little look. Anyway, they go through. Great, 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 great. And then my mum is not that long back from a bit of a European sojourn.
1: Right. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. So... Nikki pulls out a pair of pants, Sean pulls out a pair of pants, slightly different size. They're exactly the same pair of pants Uh. that my mother bought in Paris that she's now throwing out. This opened a whole new spiral. My mother, apparently in the past five years, has now become the queen, (laughs) where she will wear things once and f*** them off. No! Now, I presume it's because she might be going through the change, (laughs) but I don't think that means... Of clothes <laughs> I don't know Seriously And and her husband told me This is a thing That started in the past Couple of years Where she'll just Buy clothes And then wear them once And donate What does it mean? Because okay Like I get uh, Middle aged nutty Or upper middle aged nutty Because mm-hmm. I'm Seniors nutty Retired mm, nutty mm. is moved the furniture Around all the time Yeah yeah I've got nothing to do So I'm going to move <laughs> The lounges around Yeah
1: My dad moves napkins <laughs> Well, that's his level of effort. Yeah, he just if you come over and shift things on the table, he's got a lot of napkins around. Does he
0: have a napkin uh, sort of uh, filing cabinet or such? No, you he know, doesn't. Over a little plastic thing. No, that he's holds got them a down? lot
1: of free napkins, little napkins with logos on it from places like Gloria Jeans and things. A lot of napkins around there. Is
0: he flogging these? <laughs> he's just when he goes and has a business meeting by yeah, himself at yeah. Gloria <laughs> Jeans, just one or two, an extra one for Ronnie C.
1: Yeah, I think so. I've never been anywhere with more napkins. But back to your mum's clothing thing, I can relate a sort of to this but there was a time when 60 to 70 percent of my wardrobe still had a tag on it what yeah why because didn't
0: fit didn't look didn't
1: look right in the when you get them home as they did in the change room but you committed yeah i committed but then i just can't be bothered taking them back and so I've ended up with a whole, like, load of clothes. Now, the, the thing I will say about this that is exceptional is that I have now got, say, three tubs of clothes that I intended to donate but never got around to it. And oh, what well, I-
0: aren't you a humanitarian? <laughs> well, I, mean, I apparently do- <laughs> you can just say, apparently you don't even have to have a receipt now. You just go to the tax office and say, look, I was going to give the salvos $1,000. Can I please have that off my credit card? Well, problem?
1: I told you about the time that I wrote, sent the email around to my girlfriend saying would everybody like to come around and like pay $5 for each other's clothes and everybody said, oh, I've donated mine and you're the only tight <laughs> ass that's trying to get money out of us. But what I do is every sort of three or four years, I go down to the tubs and go through and I mean, I've got six... It's like shopping it's all over like again. shopping without having to spend any money because all of a sudden these things that I bought three years ago I'm interested Are they
0: adventurous things? So say you were going through you know so right now you're wearing a lovely salmon top (laughs) as I'm wearing a salmon shirt You are we match Um, Occasionally you'll get around in the black t-shirt baggy pants but there's a fairly standard R. Corbet go around but is there leopard print that somehow you've just gone oh it felt right at
1: there were a couple of times where when I was working you know a fair you know a full-time wage and you sort of you get a few invites to these you know events and things so you start to think well you see some of these people walking down the red carpet in something that's a little bit different I did I do have a few They're ideas. borrowed clothes Rachel <laughs>
0: all of those jewels at the Oscars given to them get the guys up on the Paul and rage Facebook page
1: I went to get my nails done the other day. Looking good by the way Thanks very much And there was a young gentleman in the salon getting his nails done also Uh, And
0: look, I know it's very knuckle dragging of me But I don't know
1: what? Are oh, you uh, not a massive fan of the manicure for a man? I don't know.
0: I'm sorry. I know it's old school and I'm sure that I've offended some, mm. you know, association of blokes getting their nails done, but there's something about it that I just go, really? Do you really? know, do you want to know- are that hooked on it that you've got to pay somebody else to do it? Do you want
1: to know who is a weekly attendee of the manicure, pedicure, facial world as a man? Uh, can
0: I guess, but you beat their name?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Potentially, although I think he does his own, Mark Mark Bosnich. Really? Bozza, yep. He gets manicures and pedicures every single week. When he used to do uh, a fair bit of stuff on the old show at Triple M... He came into the studio one day and he put his hands on the desk and immediately I could see they were man- And I said, do you get manicures? And he said, yeah, every week. And so then we all ended up going to this salon that he goes to. <laughs> I mean, he gets the full kit and caboodle, the massage, the facial. get the, the pummel stone? Yeah, he does the, the whole thing. Keeps himself very spicked and span. Looks very good for his age, Bozza. So there is there are people out there that are flying the flag for the mani-pedi. Well,
0: I like Bozza. But Bozza's a good guy. Bozza won't mind me saying this. He's f- Nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> by his own admission. But, like he yeah. will openly say get out of my I'm nuts. <laughs> exactly. So I'm in the nail salon and there's a bloke there, and we're sitting, you know, there's two like stations, we're sitting side by side, and there's a mirror in between. And he was one of those guys that just had a lot of front. You know those blokes that'll be it's More front
0: than Meyer as well. More dad would front say. than
1: Meyer, exactly. And so I'm sitting there. And I can see in my peripheral vision that this bloke is staring at me trying to get my eye line, you know? and I going to
0: bond over those fumes?
1: Well, I don't know <laughs> what he was trying to do, but basically what I wanted to say is that sometimes dudes will do this, right? Sometimes dudes will see a woman and they'll think... I'll look at her, okay, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm assuming the, the idea is to sort of lock eyes, have a little moment, maybe get a conversation started. I'm incredibly
0: started. self-conscious because I'm just looking at you for this conversation. No. But I'm now sort of going, okay, yep, 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 all right, yep.
1: But we're talking, you know, right. you're not a random that's looking at me trying to get or, at How my do attention. You know? <laughs> but what I wanted to say to these blokes is that if you are doing this and you think the person hasn't seen you and so you keep on doing it, we have peripheral vision.
0: See, well, I'll say this. As an unattractive man who has no chance of ever, 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 ever leaving his wife, <laughs> will she leave me? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But once you hit this moment where you're as old as me, mm-hmm. you're as large as me, mm-hmm. you're just Leah. I don't even perv now. I just look and go, hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the attractive women that catch my eye, yeah. I am a pane of glass. They wouldn't even <laughs> notice that I was there. So if I'm sitting there looking, and I'm not saying, you know, looking, going, hello, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just looking at them, and you just a little uh, check of the ankles.
1: Oh no, see, all of this is apparent oh, from right. the peripheral vision.
0: A little check of the shoulders.
1: Oh no, that's the worst. What's that up and oh. <laughs> oh yeah. What? what? Oh, I feel so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> want to stay in touch? Head
0: to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Rach, I have no plans to turn this podcast into the weekly baby update thing. Yeah, but yeah. But may I share one or two dilemmas please, that have come my way? Please. Sean and I have a uh, very strict-ish policy, which is we don't want to put... Lots of photos up of Asha on the internet. Yeah, fair we, play. We don't want to flood Facebook. We don't want to flood Instagram. Don't want to use Twitter. Not because we're not proud of it. Not because we don't think she's amazing. Not because just gorgeous. Yum, 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 mm. yum. But I have a mate of mine who put this idea in my head, and it has germinated into a very old oak tree yeah. of which I climb every day. Yeah. Which is he is trying to give his daughter no internet history by the age of thirteen. Fair play. He says, you know what. When she goes on the internet, as a teenager, huzzah, here I am. Mm. But rather than, here's every little step and basically, like, the world gets to see your 21st photos before your 21st birthday. Yeah. And this is... this is. But I am being told by many that this is kooky, weird, don't do it. Like, share, flood photos. We want to see every day. And I know that means people are being awesome and nice and they want to see your cute little cuddly kid. Mm. But there is that part of me that just says, A, no internet history, and B... I do know what it's like to be on the other end of the news feed of the daily update of the Facebook photo.
1: Yes. I mean, you will always care more about your children than anybody else will. You know, Uh, you, however, can continue to flood my inbox via text because I love those photos. But I do like the idea of not having an internet history. I've never really thought about it like that.
0: Because I've got mates and all these weird things come your way and everyone's trying to help and admittedly. There's only so much about poo and where you can cover yeah. off, mm. but uh, mate, have you uh, have you registered an email for her yet? What? Said, no, it'll mate. You really got to like Asher fourteen. You've got to lock that down right now because somebody's going to get that. No, I'm like,
1: what? Will How there be this... email
0: by the time she needs email?
1: How has this become what we've like? This but people is...
0: people are pre-registering. I know a, 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 another friend of mine. As soon as his kid was born, Twitter account, Facebook. Full name no. lockdown, lockdown, and this was some sort of gift they were going to give.
1: Oh my goodness! But I, I don't know. I just I,
0: I want Asher to go and find this herself.
1: This is the I've never even thought about. I mean, I I just thought that the most you sort of thought ahead was like school, you know, maybe what daycare they were oh, going to go into. Yes, yes. Well, do you have to put their name down like ninety-five years before they're born?
0: While Sean was pregnant, we put. What was to be our kids' yeah. named down at like a normal childcare thing, yeah. and we were apparently late. <laughs> I
1: don't know. They don't even exist. What yet. do people
0: do? Do they ring private schools just before they have a route and say, <laughs> "Just checking, have you
1: got any room"? You're listening to Paul and Rach. I just want to touch on this quickly because it has just begun and I feel like we probably do need to talk about it. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. If you ever want to be taken seriously again in any kind of profession, is the default position to say no to a show like
0: this? But the strange thing is, if the first season is a hit,
1: Mm. then it
0: can somehow rejuvenate you. So remember like the first season of Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Some people came out of that, whoa, hello.
1: But you see the thing about... That is, there's a skill set in that. There's I'm learning to dance. This is I'm gonna lay in a tub of maggots, I'm gonna get buried alive and eaten by rats.
0: Yeah, it, like I'm a massive, massive fan of American Celebrity Apprentice, right? Oh, yeah. And on Celebrity Apprentice, you get to show how smart you are, how conniving, mm-hmm. how clever, how funny, whatever. It's a real reintroduction to everyone about how together you are. Mm. But it's pretty hard to think that anyone sitting around watching, you know, God love her, Chrissy Swan yeah. you know, eating maggots or something, going, you know what? She should have a tonight show. Yeah, totally. But I think even weirder than the Australian celebrity who is desperately clinging on is the international one, who you know is being paid twice as much. Oh, yes. And this is, what, Marsha <laughs> Brady, the actress from the 70s or Marine whatever? Maureen
1: McCormick or whatever. And oh. How
0: old would she be now? She would be pushing 60.
1: Yeah, I think she's 50-something or other. I just wonder... I mean, I get it. I I get the idea that, you know, one needs to try and be relevant at all times. But there's just a point where you think, did you not save some of your coin from, you know, did you not invest? Have a look at Vanilla Ice, okay? He had Ice Ice Baby and he invested his coin so wisely that he's a multimillionaire. You know, because he invested in property. Now he's doing shows on Foxtel like Vanilla Ice Goes Amish. Now, he's got his own, like, reality God show. God for
0: saying that, because somebody with a very strikingly similar voice to yours does the promos on that Lifestyle <laughs> Home That's channel. That's true. And Vanilla
1: Ice Goes Amish? Yes, yeah. He goes in and, and pimps up the uh, Amish villages. Now,
0: if you are part of the Amish community, I'm assuming you don't download a podcast, but if you can pass this on to one of them, that'd be great. <laughs> the thing I don't understand is, okay... You live an Amish existence, no technology whatsoever. Why are they okay with TV cameras coming in? I would think that they know Mm. that either they're taking the piss out of the culture Mm.
1: or what's the point? I think everybody just wants to be famous.
0: Even people who don't know what famous is. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. And sadly, we come to the end of yet another potty.
1: Oh, it's good to be back. It is nice to
0: be back. Now, fingers crossed, same time next week. If we are not, my fault. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can take that. All right. Next time, bring the baby, please. I know you won't, but I just love being around her all the time.
0: Can I play audio of the baby? Yes.
1: What's she doing? Is she making noises or is she saying, like... I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for playing this. Why? Well, Chan's not going to like what I'm about to play here. Oh, no. She said shit or something. Did she?
0: (laughs) No, it's better than that. Oh, what? This is Asher, everyone, on the podcast. I'm so proud of her. Oh,
1: she is so cute.
0: All right. Well, from that loveliness, we uh, go to Rachel's Storytime. This is where we take uh, a story, normally from Picture Magazine, but we don't have a new one. So let's go with
1: Club International. This was what you bought me last week, which was sort of a little harder core right. than we are used to. All right. Now, what's the word we're going to go for? Gogglebox. Gogglebox. Okay. Right,
0: I want you to say Gogglebox. box. hmm which probably is not going to be the best here. <laughs> yeah. But, Rach, you have sight unseen, you have not read this. Mm, no. This is the description of uh, an intense conversation between mm-hmm. two ladies and a fella. Okay. Side unseen, go for it. Gogglebox is the key word. Okay, here
1: we go. No couch potatoes here. Cabin fever takes over quickly as Sophia, Crystal and Tom take advantage of the cold temps outside to warm up things on the inside. First a feel, then a touch. Tom goggleboxes away as the girls get oh so familiar with each other. It takes less than goggleboxing two <laughs> goggleboxes together to get this three-way party to ignite. The heat is on. Hands on goggleboxes and goggleboxes. Goggle boxes to goggle boxes. This tawdry goggle box gets into all kinds of positions. No goggle box is left ungoggle boxed. A goggle box job and goggle box combo is key to melting I crystal. You say goggle box job. <laughs> it was hyphenated. A goggle box in a goggle box while getting it up the goggle box culminates in an amazing goggle box for Sophia and Tom. This threesome is sorry that warm attempts are predicted for tomorrow. What is this, like a weather report? <laughs> I
0: don't know. See you next week. Bye. You're listening to Paul and Rach.